to go. It's oh. a pretty sweet looking shirt you got on. Yeah. Did like you ever that? see his tat on his left arm? No. I asked him where he got wicked. his tat. Check it so. out. It's like really detailed. Well, that's what happens when you got tiny arms. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just put tattoos on them and stuff. I'm going to get a tat. I'm pretty excited though. Yeah. You're going to get a tat? Yep. Baby Jesus? Maybe. Like <laughs> stand in front row at a. Leonard Skinner concert. <laughs> the, the gun show across the back. I yeah. picture my baby Jesus as a, come on, you can finish it. As a what? I don't remember. You know one. a word for word in a tuxedo t-shirt. Because it says he's formal, but he's here to party. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like we should get to it. I'm going to take me a slurp of little iced tea here. Look at this. Use the promo code BUILT2 and get 10% off your first shipment and sign up is easy. QualityFreightRate.com BUILT2 Media Podcast The podcast The BUILT2 Media Podcast 60% of the time, it works every time. Here's your host, number 7, Gunner Cummings. I'm hammered drunk. 12X, like Anderson. Alright, alright, alright. Mr. 100, the big Sexy Todd Ellison. I'm dead sexy. Built to media podcast. It's like a new pair of underwear. At first, it's constrictive, but after a while, it becomes a part of you. Now here's Gunner, Blake, and and Todd. The boys are back in town. They're back. Todd in studio today. Todd. 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 Live from the Built Two Studios. Boom kind of big this is crazy hey should we say what episode it is the you know like the right one this wait time? wait a sec i got a perfect reason why i messed that up why because it sounded so good on the episode before i did it again oh okay you knew it i, I figured you had a reason okay do you remember what driver i referenced twice mike keller wow god I'm he's good. on it he is on it so what episode are we on today 33. And who's your driver? Well, we don't. Oh, oh, never mind. I was, I wasn't on it there, but my driver is. Ooh. Oh, don't God. know. You're killing him. What do you got? I actually, I'm going to go with Dan. No. I was thinking the J.R. Haley one, you know, and uh, Gullickson copy when he drove J.R. Haley's car. But uh, our buddy across the street here also reminded me of the T-shirt that turned into a wet T-shirt at Thunder Hill on Wednesday from all the sweat. The Cody Emmons. Oh, Cody. Kid Cody. Kid Cody. So I'm going to go ahead. Episode 33. This one's shouting out to the Cody, the heartthrob. Yes. Evans. Good pick. That's a good pick. 
So who are you picking? I'm going. Can I go the same? Or no. no. You've had 14 minutes to figure <laughs> out what driver would be number 33. Okay, hold on. Hold on, give me half Todd, a second. Yeah. No, Todd. I was going to go Kid Cody as well. I've been uh, I've been sneaking a few picks of him in the uh, in staging at Cedar Lake and stuff like that. Always a good guy. Kid Cody. Kid Cody, yeah. He's got his helmet on. I know I took a picture of him a couple weeks ago, and you could see his smile through the helmet. Okay, I got it. You got it? James Brody. <laughs> that took long enough. <laughs> <sighs> not, not many people are number 33. That is true. Like... In the pro ranks, I guess. It's kind of an oddball number. So, we do not have a guest, but we do have a guest. Todd, Todd, Todd. You've heard his voice many times. Over Um, the phone. Yeah. Or dropped calls, or I forgot to hit the mute button, or I was talking while driving. Do you think he hangs up on us on purpose? I think he does. He's like, oh, these guys again. Yeah, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to admit it. It may have happened once or twice. <laughs> really? You guys get a little long really? in the tooth. From You're time in to studio, time. Dad. Wow. Is it because we gave you so much shit on the last one that you're like, piss on it. I'm going down there today. It is. Yeah, I know. I was going to, I mean, cover my toes up this time, but I got them out loud and proud today. Yeah. Gunner, what's going on over with you? I mean, I even, I'm even barefooting it today. Oh, our socks kind of out right now, or what's the deal? You should probably pull them off in studio. Uh, I kind of, I'm a big sock guy, to be honest. You got a weird, like, ingrown growth thing going on, or? No, I feel as though I have pretty nice toes, actually. I just, uh. Gunner secretly goes. God, why are we talking about this? I don't know. Are you guys. Did Blake take you in to get, like, a pedicure, or what? No. Are you guys flip-flop people? Never. I did it once, and that was because I played volleyball, but if you look at these feet, they've been in boots way too long. (laughs) Look at that. You have very Jeez. flat feet. I hate talking about feet. Why are we talking Sorry about this? Todd, are you a flip-flop guy? I am We're a flip-flop flop guy. About, we're still talking about feet. I can't do flip-flops. Yeah, no. It's good. It's good to let them we're talking about from time to time, Gunner. Talking about thongs? Oh, no. Yeah. Hey. I can't do the thongs. All thong, I'm saying. Thong sandals, guys. Thong sandals. I can't do them. I'm just going to tell you right Isn't now. Isn't that what a flip-flop is? No. You can do slides. Well, slides, that's like a sandal. I, I'm I, fine with those. Yeah, I call them flip-flops if they smack the, your foot every time you take a I step. I can't do the thing in the do. middle of your toes. I hate it. Yeah, I'm not a thong guy. No. But I will tell you, you're rocking when you're crocking. So. True. Ooh, I'm a crocker. Yeah. I'm a big fan of, you know, I just like that they have two-wheel and four-wheel drive options. For sure. Like climbing hills out to Thunder Hill. Kick them in four wheels. Right. I locked them. Even Burback was looking at me like, dude, you got to cross the track. You better lock them in. I'm like, oh, hold up. Good point. Right. You know, you don't want to have one of them go sliding out. I mean, it's just, they're kind of the only shoe that you can do that with. I mean, a regular Mm -hmm. shoe, it's just always in four wheel. Right. But like a flip flop, always two wheel. Right. Two wheel drive. Yeah. Like the biggest thing for me with Crocs is they added that extra quarter of an inch. Right. So if there is moisture on the ground, you're still safe. Right. It's not going to flood over to the sock. You can usually rock Crocs with socks as long as you're not getting too wicked with a water hose. Right. Like the 12X car is usually getting pressure washed with Crocs on. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. The longest supporter of Crocs that I know of, his name's Bob McVitie, also a sprint car driver. Really? 
You ask him one day. This is a great story. I hope he listens to this episode. <laughs> Bob McVitie forgets about humidity one day and realizes that concrete's quite wet in his shop. Oh, so now we're 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 big crockers here. Okay, right. Bob McVitie's a huge crock guy. Been wearing them since day one that I known him. Yep, won't even wear anything else unless it's a boot for work. Bob walks outside. Comes back in, forgets about the wet concrete. Ass over tea kettle. Croc probably hit a ceiling fan. <laughs> Might have dented the sheetrock. He's laid out flat on his back. He had him in two wheel, didn't he? He had him in two wheel. God. Always got to be prepared. You know, I know. Sometimes I feel like you might want to just leave him in four wheel because you never know what's going to happen. I know. Yeah, it's a rough deal. It's a tough decision in the morning when you get crocking. I mean... I mean, if you're just like grilling, you know, slip some crocs on. Well, yeah. that's one thing. But that's if, an in and out croc. If you're out for the day and you don't mm-hmm. have them in four wheel, I mean, it's, it's your day. funeral, really. Really, <laughs> it really is. I mean, he went from crocking to crappie flopping, right? All because of no four wheel drive, right? How about have you ever had your four wheel drive break? I've never actually dis dismembered a four-wheel drive strap well still running my first set though (laughs) past experience gunner no i was just i mean i've seen people that the four-wheel drive comes out of it and they don't replace it right away right it's kind of like the old fords where you had to lock the hubs in but those people some days you're just too lazy i tell you what though they're not living scared no i mean they'll run two-wheel drive i'm usually a two-wheel peel guy right i'm gonna be honest i mean Traction wise, pretty decent. I'd rate it at like probably, you know, they rate tires seventy thousand miles and good in the snow, like a four out of five or right. water. It's like a two two out of three type of deal. Right. I mean, if I were to to rate Crocs, you know, I know they're a really popular item. So I would say snow time. We're probably going to go with a three and a half. Not highly recommended, just because you might be getting into a warm vehicle or a house. Right. Water, definitely a one and a half because you never know what Wisconsin is going to bring for rain. But what if you're not wearing socks? For your normal conditions, when you're just rocking, crocking, and no socking, I'm going with a five out of five. Right. Yeah. I don't know what I could give them for a mile warranty yet. I'm still running first set. So, so <laughs> anyway, Todd. Well, hold on. Question though. Have you ever rocked the so- or the Crocs, no socks, pure sun, and got sunburned through the Crocs? Yes. Ooh. What would you call that? Polka dot feet or something, man. I'm thinking we might need a, a sun rating, a UV Ooh. rating. Yeah. Well, just put it this way. They're not Sunday socks because if you tan with them, they're going to be holy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. Let's get Did into it. Did I say it. socks or Crocs? I don't know. Yes. They rock. Either way. Crocs. Here we are. I always wondered about the little alligator on the side, but it's a crocodile. Yeah, a lot of people get those confused. Are you more of like a white croc guy or camo or what what do you think your choice would be? If I was to rock a croc, I would go black. Straight up. Because once you go black, you don't go back. <laughs> <laughs> what i don't think they make black crocs no they do I've it's had a dark a gray no it's black 
Well, well, is it sun faded though? I mean, did it start its life as black rock and then all of a sudden it got old, <laughs> got old and gray? There's a possibility. This is a lot of crock talk. <laughs> this is a racing podcast. I'm what ready to crappie flop out of this crock talk right yep. now. Mike Mueller's a big fan. Zach Wittis. He had him on today. Yeah, he's a white guy. White ones, 100% yep. white on the old crocs. Yeah. I'm a uh, I'm a duck camel crocker. Really not a deer camel? No. Nope. Huh. No, I didn't like the uh the real tree or whatever they used. I'm more of a duck camel guy. A little darker. Yeah, it's just better camel. The grassy yeah. look. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't want a random alligator to think that that's a shoe of a human if I'm ever in them waters. I I feel with the grassy look. I feel like we're done talk crock talk. talk Finally talk somebody messed it up. <laughs> All right, today's agenda. We're going to welcome Todd. We're going to ask him what's going on. Officially into the Built to Media Studio. Todd. Yes, sir. Tell us your story. Yeah. How did you get here? Where have you been? Well, Wait. I drove my car here for one. Did you get here with a car? I did, yeah. No. My, oh, my little you... racy focus. I mean, you've seen it out there. You it's got talking a about... big old hitch on her. Yeah, you were talking about like bikes and stuff. I didn't know if you'd. Yeah. I, uh, Put a hitch on my little focus thinking that I was going to ride bike. And so I got a bike rack and everything and come to find out you have to, you actually have to ride your bike to lose weight. So got rid of the bike right away. Obviously God, that duh. was working. What was the sales pitch of that guy selling it? To I don't know. It was, it was a bad deal. He said, man, you get this bike, you'll get skinny. And I said, I need that bike. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, wow. I, I polished it up for two years and, uh, I didn't get skinny. I can tell you that. Did you finally sell it? I did. Yeah. Did you make any money off of it? I did. Well, I shouldn't say I did. I I probably broke even. Can you tell us what the listing looked like <laughs> when you put that up for sale? Beautiful Miami blue Trek. Oh, was yeah. it a mountain bike or a road bike? No, it was a mountain bike. This guy <laughs> does not do well in skinny tires. I've, uh, I've, I've never had to sell a bike. How do you list that as like <laughs> sharp one owner or? Oh yeah. Never no. smoked in. Yeah. You, you, you lie through your teeth just like on every other ad. <laughs> Brake pads are almost still all there. Hardly ridden, yeah. never been put down. Chain's <laughs> been oiled every fifteen rides or something. Yeah. I don't Yeah. Washed after every ride. <laughs> air filter clean. Oh wait, don't have an air filter. Uh, GoPro yeah. mount. Yeah. Adjustable seat. Yeah. So <laughs> I've never, never had to sell a bike. So I just curious. Yeah. I'm getting good at it by now. I've went through a couple bikes and yeah, neither one did I ever ride that much. So before we get into how you got here, we want to bring up some people that keep us here. Yes. You want to help us out on this? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Just throw it out, throw it out, get throw some energy up in here, throw it out. Yeah. Get some energy. Well, we uh, first and foremost got to thank our sponsors, uh, qualityfreightrate.com. What promo code are you using? I usually type in the built two, yeah, and uh, try to save myself about 10%. Yeah, that's what I would recommend to a lot of people. Then we got uh, Scott King Designs. SKD. Yeah. Got he's, to, he's a stud. Yeah, I got to meet him for the first time a couple weeks ago. Yes, sir. Liquid nitro energy drink. Dude, green can in my hand. Hey, let's settle this debate. Red. We already did. Yep. It's two versus one while we sit here, so. 
me and me and Todd too. Yeah. 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 Yep. Where's my green people at? You can purchase them at Cedar Lake Speedway. You can. Hopefully coming to a store near you, just ask. Yes, sir. Uh we got jiggy signs and graphics. The jigster. K1 Race Gear by Ryan Bowers, the official sponsor of the USMTS Modified Touring Series. Tell you what, I think in an official sponsor. Like less than, I would say, going out on a limb here, but less than two weeks, I think the suit that we designed for Jesse will be here. Will be here, and I'm pumped. We apologize for the long, drawn out. (laughs) Yes. How about Thunder Hill Speedway? Dude, first race this weekend or this week, last week. Jeepers, cripe. Went pretty good. It did go good. It was it was different. I mean Gunner in the flag stand. Blake in turn three. Yep. Yeah. I was Gunner's form. Gunner did good, except for the toss of the ballot to me. I missed the catch. She threw it a little light. It was, neither one of us expected the wind to be almost blowing when it got up there, so the flag actually kind of took off. Oh. So everybody got to see my bull riding or my bull. You know, like there's a bull charging you, so jump the fence. Yeah. Did you did you witness those skills? It was quick. I mean, I think you would have got away yeah, from I, a bull. I hopped that fence quick and grabbed that checkered flag. But there you go. it was cool to see him victory lap with the checkered flag. Yeah. Thunder Hill Speedway, get out there Wednesday nights. We have a uh, wide open marine. Live wide open. Mm. I don't know if that's their slogan. They should, should be their slogan. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> Uh, then we got Tarvis racing oh, the O show. Interesting O-show. fact. Okay. Cammy's a green girl and Chad's a red guy. It's a split household right there. Yeah. I don't know if Owen can have energy drinks yet, but I bet he'd be a red guy. Never know. That's it. He's getting shot glasses next week. He's yep. going to be the determining factor. <laughs> Liquid nitro shooters. Yes. Mm. Hey, can we all agree that the watermelon ones are pretty damn delicious? They are good. They're good. The stuff. watermelon shooters. Spot on. Credit card processing. And then last, not last, but we got kick-ass beef jerky. <laughs> and Aqua Hills Water Care. Boom. Check out them sponsors if you get a chance for us. Tell them you heard it on the Built 2 Media Podcast. All right. In other news, Todd <laughs> Ellison is still here. Thank you, sponsors. Thank, Thank you. you for keeping us going every week. Thank you for keeping the sport going as well. Just what they do. Yep. I got to oil that chair. Sorry, Todd. So here we go. Okay. Is it not comfy, though? Come on. Oh, give it's it good to stuff. Me. No, I'll take it. Man, love that chair. Todd, where are you from? What do you do? Where am I from? What do I do? Uh, from Amory, Wisconsin. Local guy from uh, Cedar north. Lake Speedway. Is that, north, is that North Highway 8? Oh, no, no. Don't you dare put me North Highway 8. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good up there. That's slightly south. Yeah. Not by not by much? No, no. I, I will admit I live fairly close proximity to, uh, to Highway 8, but uh, I'm going to stick south, though. When did that ever become a thing? It's always a thing, no matter where you're from. You know, right. you live across the tracks, you're you're this or you're that. Yeah. Highway 8, it just happens to be that. So what, do people north of Highway 8 say, 
At least I'm not from south of Highway 8. No, I don't. I think they they reference something north of them. It just kind of keeps going. Canadians. Maybe, yeah. Hey. At least we're not Canadians, eh? Yeah. Weird question. Hold, sorry. Just, he didn't even, he, all he got was Amory out. <laughs> but have you guys ever, I know you probably have, but you ever drove up to like Hibbing, Minnesota? Yeah. Don't you feel like when you go up there on the drive, you feel like you're in Canada? Yeah. It's like, like you don't realize how much north Minnesota is. Like the top of Wisconsin's up there, but then you got like a lot more of Minnesota. Yeah. Where's that cutoff line though? You get so far in Minnesota, where does it start to feel like Canada? It's when the north of Duluth for me. Yeah. It's when the trees start looking different. They're like short. I don't know. On the oh. like in the median, it's like they're short little like dead Tamarack. trees. Tamarack. Yeah. yeah. Right in that area. That's when I'm in like Canada. Like the scenic drive to Ashland definitely makes you feel like uh That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Or if you go up to uh Two harbors, like if you leave Duluth and go to two harbors, like halfway, it's like holy shnikes. Yeah, it is a ways up here. Getting up there. Yeah. That's why I laugh. Like people from Black River Falls or whatever, they say they're going to north, going north, and they're like just a little bit north of Eau Claire. I'm like, what? that's not even north. That's yeah. rookie stuff right yeah. there. Like Superior's north for me. Yeah. Well, you get people. I mean, around us, they say, oh, we're going camping up north. It's like, we live up north. Like, where right. are you going to go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much further is it? Like that Amory Rice Lake, Cameron, maybe a little bit north of that. I feel like that's up north. I would consider that line there and farther is up north. But like, what, what about Minnesota, though? Like, once you consider Duluth like a halfway point in Minnesota? Well, not really. I guess Laverne's. As far south as you can go, so All right. Duluth is a hell of a drive. Gunner's over. He asks Todd. a question, then he's just done. Todd. <laughs> Todd. Todd. So you're from Amory. I'm from Amory. What do you do? Where do you work? Uh, can't necessarily disclose where I work, but uh, I... I uh, How far I, is your drive? One hour door to door every day, four days a week. So, Dead center on the one hour. It is basically one hour with traffic, without traffic. It's hard to understand, but well, that doesn't make sense. Oh, I know. I sixty minutes to a queue is one hour. Sixty minutes. I'm hitting that keypad, putting my number in. I'm in the building at exactly sixty. At exactly sixty. Wow, that's impressive. What's your average speed on your way to work? It's uh, also not disclosed. No. <laughs> I tell you what, no. On on my way into into work, uh, I work in Minnesota, so. On my way in, as soon as I get on uh, Highway 35 in Forest Lake there, and it is literally a racetrack, if you're not doing 90, you're getting passed. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That it's, early It's hammered down. Yeah, yeah. It's hammered down 4.35 o'clock in the morning. You better be on it. I like it. People got, I like to hear. People got places to go, and they need to get there yesterday. Can you tell us what you do? I can't. No. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a motorci- motorcycle mechanic. I guess by trade, but, uh, realistically I do whatever is asked upon me. So I get my fair share of traveling and moving, uh, and I get to work on a motorcycle from time to time. Right on. What's your, do you own any motorcycles? <laughs> I own two kids, so no, no motorcycles. Yeah. <laughs> Hell of a lawn mowing guy though. Yeah. Oh. I've actually seen a Molon barefoot from Snapchat. Really? Yeah. It's uh, I like to live on the wild side. 
Well, that's what we like about you. You don't live scared. <laughs> Sun's out, toes out. Yep. So, yeah. I got to keep them that, nice and tanned up. Did that 12X fade off yet or no? It did. It did. Uh, I need to reapply. Like geez. I said, I'll do anything to get Blake Anderson in the into victory lane. <laughs> I appreciate that. Todd. The dedication. <laughs> that's a big deal for me. Yeah. I got a question. Mm-hmm. Todd. <laughs> What? <laughs> I have to say Todd every time. Yeah, I know. Todd. Todd, Todd, Todd. Todd. What, uh, what made you want to join the Built 2 crew? What started it first? <laughs> well, I mean, it started through iRacing and getting to talk to Blake. And Whoops. Yeah, yeah, no, whoops. Uh, Chris Vogel had a lot to do with that. And I got hooked up with him and, and Blake and some other uh, people were joining. Uh, so I got to race with them and got to talk with them. And I think I got Snapchat with one or both of you and just start messaging online and stuff like that. And kind of worked my way into helping out doing notes and, and different things like that and start recruiting some guests. So I did, did that for a while. And then finally, I think Blake was like, do you want to kind of help out even more? And I'm like, well, what does that entail? Like, what do I got to do? Whatever you want to do, man. I mean, whatever you you got. We just need a third guy. Get us some help. So, no, it's been fun. I mean, the the one thing I I will say, and I don't even know if I've actually told you guys this, but I went to Thunder Hill years ago, um, and I kind of knew who you guys were, but I never really know, you know, who you were personally. So I'd see, you know, Blake and Gunner on track, you know, (laughs) beating down the door of each other, you know. Usually. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I think that was – Oh gosh, more than five years prior to even meeting you guys. So right on. That's a little bit of different. I was thinking about that when I was standing in turn three too. It's like, man, the guy in turn three and the guy in the flag stand, we both used to race here. Yeah. We're still young compared to the kids out there. Right. Yeah. Well, like like you've said in the last couple podcasts, you guys have graduated from Thunder Hill and and I would say that's probably the the goal of Thunder Hill. I mean, of course, they'd love for you to come back and race all the time, but <laughs> Ask for Chad. You, yeah, for yeah. you to for you to excel and move on, but then pay homage to your roots, you know, where you came from and yeah, stuff I like love that. That's it. great. It's probably my favorite thing about working there the other day. Yeah. Lining them rookie cages up. <laughs> <laughs> like by the feature time, I literally was just picking the carts up and moving them. I'm like, okay, we're I'm no, just get it's, lined up. It's like kind of cute because they're so small in there and just like can barely see over the steering wheel. Yep. But then it gets to a point where it's like it's hot. I just yep. just come up here and line up where you're supposed to get lined up. Yeah. Well, you guys were there at one point. Yep. I mean, somebody yeah. was picking up your cart saying, "Get over here." Uh, well, no. I never did the rookie no. cage. That my, wasn't a thing. My first no, time. nobody was picking up your wing carts. No, <laughs> actually, I have been flipped back over before. Really? In practice laps before the heat race. Might have sent it into three when it was still wet. And I landed on the barrels upside down in pay. I didn't even make it down the back. Like, I started halfway down the back stretch and flipped in turn three. Nice. Wow. Um, my first time out in a flat cart, hot laps, I passed seven cars. They didn't tell you that you were just out packing the track? They didn't tell me it was hot laps. <laughs> Or that the yellow flag was <laughs> no, <laughs> nope. You know there was there was eight cars out there total. Yeah. Well, you just gotta let you, everybody know you're out there. I don't think I even seen the green. <laughs> no, <laughs> first time. Uh, got to start somewhere. 
Yes. So you were actually a fan of the stunner and me. I was, yeah. yeah I mean, in your carts, in your carts. I didn't really didn't, you know, follow you after that until uh, until iRacing came about and kind of learned that you guys did more racing. Uh, Blake, you were racing week in and week out, and Gunner, you're doing you know the build two stuff and helping out everybody and anybody. And so from that, it kind of transpired into what we're doing now. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm obviously not able to come in studio all the time. So this is kind of a, a cool experience, but, uh, being able to help out week in and week out doing notes or lining up guests and stuff like that. I, I really find a lot of enjoyment in that. Mm-hmm. Well, we definitely appreciate the help. Saves yeah, the, us uh, a lot. We would, uh, never, ever been able to talk to Tanner Holmes, Chase Holland, <laughs> any of them guys without you contacting us, yeah, contacting well, them. Yeah. No, that's cool. From there. It's, you know, you see these guys, so them in particular being on YouTube and stuff like that. I, I was a big fan to begin with. And it's like, I wonder if they would ever consider it. And, and you know, they're trying to grow as well as drivers and, and as people. Right. And so to get their stories out, I think it only helps everybody. And yeah. that's the biggest thing on the podcast. Like, obviously <laughs> we live in Wissota land, so we want to keep true to all them. But at the same time, built to media podcast is literally about the stories that we get. Yeah, And to me, there is nowhere where you're going to get a solid 45 minutes to an hour to talk to any race car driver, including right. ourselves. If me and Gunner didn't sit down behind these mics, we wouldn't know as much about each other as if we were just hanging out, right. to be honest. You know, yeah. so sitting down with people is huge. Yeah. yeah, and what what better way to sit down and just talk racing? Right. Yep. Well, and, yeah, you know, like, I mean, we'll get into it, but yeah, I totally agree. I think the coolest thing is, I mean, there's a lot of people around here that have really cool stories and have done well, but listening to guys like Michael Millard, I mean, that was such a cool, just the story behind him. And for people to understand what he's doing and why he's doing it, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. I'm fired up. Yeah. Even even old Chad's been doing that. Let's go, baby. I'm fired up. <laughs> Chad. So what do you uh what else are your hobbies? I mean, let's get to know Todd just a little bit and then we'll get into some some podcast stuff here. Yeah. Well, hobbies, of course, anything with a, with an engine and stuff like that. I enjoy that. So racing is probably top, top thing in my mind, but, uh, my dad's an auto mechanic. So I was basically born with a wrench in my hand. So working around an engine or a vehicle of any sort is kind of second nature to me. So of course I chose that profession when it came to grow up. Um, and from there, I mean, my hobby, I guess I never knew I had was photography and, and video work, <laughs> I mean, whether that was forced upon or not, but man, I'm really enjoying that. And some of the different stuff that, that I do and that I get to do is, I mean, surprising to myself. I mean, I take yep. a, take a shot and, and, uh, by the end of the night, I kind of go through some of the stuff I did and I'm like, wow, that's actually really cool. Or, or you take a, a picture of sorts and it's a, a car is in focus, but then there's a car spinning out in the background or something yeah, like that. And it's right. like, well, wow, that was a good timely shot. Right. I think it's cool. I was talking with Matt bowl and he was even complimenting on, um, just some of the angles, different angles that you've gotten are super cool. And we were kind of talking, but it's like, 
it's cool to see these guys that I know you're into racing, but some of the other people that have come in, like that Trent, who isn't necessarily a race fan, but some of the different angles that he can get because he's hasn't been in racing his whole life, or so I don't know. I think that's pretty cool to see. Yeah, that's kind of one thing I pride myself on a little bit is the fact that I mean, if people don't know who me, who I am, or know me at all, the equipment that I use, I use what I have. So that entails using my cell phone. Surprisingly enough, and I just have a regular iPhone 12. Uh, but I have it kit- kitted out in a way, but it doesn't necessarily look like just a cell phone. But since I can't get super zoom shots or anything like that, uh, I try to get the weird, you know, off angle, you know, shots that the typical track for photographer doesn't get, you know, and that kind of sets me apart. So whether the track is entering or the car is entering on the track or whether I'm, you know, laying on the rear deck lid of the car to try to get the cockpit, (laughs) you know, it's something different like that. It's a, it's a different perspective. I know I took a, a picture a few weeks ago of Ashley Anderson, you know, over the back of his car and, you can't really tell until you zoom in a little bit, but on the dash of his car, it says, send it. I'm like, man, that is cool. But nobody yeah. sees that, you know? Right. And yeah. I, I mean, you got to admit that guy must read that before every race. Cause yeah. he gets in there. <laughs> He's wheeling this year for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 They were pretty sweet. Yeah. They've uh Scott or uh, Todd was a little bit, uh, a little bit shy there. First couple of days at the track. Wow. Didn't want to do anything, and I said, "Just do it." Yeah, you kind of throw me to the wolves for a lot hey. of the UMSS guys. You're like, "Hey, you go understand. interview that guy." <laughs> We're just regular people. Yeah, yep. every one of us. Yeah, no, it's been cool. I mean, getting to go around the pits and and meeting a lot of different drivers and stuff like that, and even crew members. I mean, all of us are passionate about racing in one you know one way or another, whether they're driving or whether they're turning wrenches. So, um, just to kind of feed off of that, that energy that everybody brings is really cool. Yeah, and they've, I mean, I think the pitchers went over pretty well. Heck yeah. It's just nice to have that background, too. Yeah. You know, to get the background of what's going on. So, Mm -hmm. for most fans, I mean, they're only seeing it from the stands. Uh, There's, I mean, the what's on track is just a small portion of what actually goes on in racing. I mean, and it goes further away from the track, the week, you know, weekly stuff, whether yeah. it's maintenance or cleaning tires or washing cars or whatever. I yeah. mean, I would love to go to all these shops and just take kind of behind the scenes photos of, you know, the setups and what they do and stuff like that. But, uh, I have the ability to go to the track and, right. and do what I can. Like if Jess or if Gunner went to ever went to Jesse's place, Ain't nobody going to ever think it's that small of a shop. Right. You know, yeah. ain't no bigger in the room we're sitting in. Yeah, yeah. basically. So, oh, that's, that's yeah, cool. a lot yeah. of good stuff comes out of them little shops. Yeah. And I know a lot of, a lot of people like to see the, uh, just kind of the behind the scenes. Cause like you say, everybody sees the on track stuff, but not many people get to see, like you say, Jesse's shop or, you know, the hard work that goes on on, Wednesday night after work or whatever. Right. So definitely a cool view. So what's the, uh, what's the outlook for Todd then? I think it's just to grow. I mean, I'd love to, to grow built two more as far as the photos and videos and stuff. I think that's what my main goal was with coming, helping out, obviously helping out with the podcast, getting guests and, and getting notes and stuff set up for you guys. But, uh, as far as me, you know, walking around the pits and stuff like that, I'd love to, uh, get my equipment better and, and with that only get better shots and better video and stuff like that and, and really, you know, grow it to the level that I think that we can be at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're definitely working on it. Trying to get some of these podcasts. We're working on getting them recorded. 
Um, Trying hopefully. to get some good guests on, but it's it's really tough right in the middle of race season to get some of the people we want to. Yeah, you know, I know a lot of people have agreed to do it, but their schedules are you know obviously crazy. So trying to line everything up is pretty tough. Yeah. Well, it's not only your their schedules, but it's your guys' schedules as well. Right. I mean, you guys right. both work you know nine to five jobs essentially, and mm-hmm. and uh, to find time you know for doing a podcast it's uh it's a little hard it's been fun it's definitely it's definitely fun and it's definitely more work than i thought it was gonna be getting into it right like it's super fun to do but yeah there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that goes on yeah and i would say that you guys just from the guests that you've had on um would would gain in knowledge i mean some of the stuff that you guys ask I, i'm pretty sure you didn't even know mm-hmm. you know you know who they are and you know what they've did on the track but you never knew you know that harry hansen ran a ran a uh, uh rear engined sprint car or, you know anything like that and especially in california i mean i listened to that podcast when i was actually on vacation and i'm like he did what right right <laughs> So. We should go through some of these guests here. We should. I think we should hit the list real quick. Give you guys a little what we thought about some of our guests and kind of do a little quick think, breakdown. Todd. Yeah, give her. So everybody, that was Todd Ellison. Thank he's, you, Todd. He's part of Built Two Media. Yes, he's Definitely helping us every us single week. If you see him in the pits, give him a hello. Hey, Todd. He's hey. the he's the big dude. The big sexy. Yeah. Just go ahead and either big sexy him or dot, dot, dot him. Whatever you want to do. You just yell Todd three times and he'll be there. It's yeah. kind of like a genie in a bottle. <laughs> I think we should get him a t-shirt. Todd, Todd, Todd. On the back. Yeah, we probably should. Big sexy picture, like cartoon sketch. Yep. On the front of him standing on the fence with his arm up. Yeah. With his pit vibes on. Dad, dad, dad. Dad, dad, dad. All right, folks, here we go. It's going all the way back. Obviously, episode one was Blake and Gunner. That started a little background, but it started October 19th of 2020. It feels like yesterday. Really wasn't that long ago, though. No, it wasn't. But it is pretty crazy what, you know, we're on episode triple, double threes here. Triple threes. Triple. It's a three thing. Yeah. <laughs> That was uh, just Gunner and I hooked the mics up and said, wow, listen to yourself. Yeah. Sound like an idiot. (laughs) Gunner's like, you sound like an idiot. (laughs) So that's pretty much episode one if you want to listen to that one again. I don't don't know if I recommend it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, whatever. You can check it out. Yeah. Episode two, though, hitting up Jesse Glenn's. Obviously, uh, probably one of our better friends I would consider. Um, definitely after the past year and a half, two years here, I've, I've gotten pretty close with Jesse. So kind of got his little background and I'm pretty sure that was his first or second podcast that he's ever been on. So yeah, it went pretty good. And we had two in a row with just you and I, yep. Still trying to figure out how to do things. Yep. Then we brought out James, James Yassi. That was a fun one. Yeah, obviously uh, us growing up, so we tried to start with buddies. Yep, but I think he might have one of my favorite stories, though. (laughs) I can't believe you didn't come to the bachelor party. Dude, I know I had one already. 
dude. <laughs> We're not going to tell you the story. You can go listen to it on the episode. Yeah, but it was pretty awesome, though. It was a wild Saturday afternoon. Yep. <laughs> Out there. <laughs> uh, episode six, the Chad. Chad. Chad Cummins. Them were some stories, dude. Yeah. We need to get him on again for some more. Yeah. Who cares just, about the intro? Don't tell me about your career. Just give like me some story. stories from your racing, you know? Give him a couple of Bud Lights and we'll be good to go. Right. Like, he never shared any of his racing stories. It was all, like, right. NASCAR stuff, which, <laughs> dude, pretty good stuff, but. Right. Then we went back to us. Yep. Just us again. Because it was, like, Thanksgiving. Just the two of us. It was... <laughs> Yeah, anyway. We uh, can make it if we... Then we yeah. decided to share a mic while we called Chris Vogel. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> we yeah. didn't have, what, we didn't have three mics or two mics yet, did we? Oh, no. Uh, no, we couldn't We didn't have up. the board yet. Yeah, and like with the system, we couldn't <laughs> hook it. It was it was weird. So so listen to that one and see what it sounds like with two guys on... Blake, Blake yeah, and I's I face were inches apart. <laughs> two, guys, uh, two guys, one mic. I can say <laughs> that's terrible. That's, yep. yeah. uh, and then we figured out how to get three mics together, and yeah, we all had separate mics for Cam Schaefer on number nine, and ended up, uh, yeah, talking for a long time. And I think every one of us had to pee afterwards because yep. it was two hours straight. <laughs> That was nuts. Yeah, that was a long one. It was good talking with him, though. Yep. Always a good time talking to Cam Bam. Gosh. And now what? He's got like nine wins on the season, so. I mean, it uh, might be a good luck charm. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Hey, he put the sticker on. Yeah, he did. Guess what? He's a red guy. He is a red guy. Yeah, built two stickers all red. Yep. Bastard. Then we went uh Mark. Mark Agurth. Marky Mark. He was... Sammy Mars's crew chief in the go karts. Yep, it's pretty cool listening to that. Yeah, back in the day, especially now that he's got a. Wait for him to get out there at Thunder Hill. I think he'll be out soon enough. Has he got one purchased yet? I don't know. Not sure. I never realized how big of a deal he was <laughs> with the CMD shocks either. Right. It's a pretty big deal over there now. Yeah, we talked to uh, Mark Girth and then figured why not hit up Sammy Mars. Yeah. That was a fun one. It was weird how it worked out. Yeah. Yeah, Sammy was good shit. Hanging out. He's got a hell of a year this year, too. Real quick, but did you see him in that heat race at Red Cedar? You don't even need to ask. Okay. Did you not hear me? I was only three people away from you. <laughs> like, yeah, get it. Oh, I went down and shook his hand. I said, that money, dude. <laughs> God. Hey. Wide open. That was the perfect example of why turn three is the best place to watch cars yeah yep dude he come in there he didn't lift until the apex like seriously yeah got it turned a little bit yeah back on it man that one time i thought he was play a little peeky poo with the wall there i always think he. i think i mean he gets pretty close every time but it's like nah, he's got it yeah all right he did kiss it in the feature, though. Yeah. Slamming Sammy. <laughs> I mean, if you ain't kissing the wall, are you really running the top? No. You ain't selling t-shirts if you ain't kissing the wall. Exactly. 
Then we kicked it old school. Great stories. Great. But. Even though we told a better one after the podcast. (laughs) He was a spotter. Well, don't give it away. Okay. Why? We want people to go listen to it. Yeah, but he didn't tell this one. This is a story he told afterwards. God, I'm so stupid sometimes. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead and tell it. It's your grandpa. Well, he was a spotter. Well, Dave Marcus. Chad. Who Chad Cummings worked for. Yep. He was out of a spotter one day, and my grandpa happened to be there. And Dave knew that he knew racing. So he asked my grandpa to go up and be a spotter. And (laughs) he was telling us a story how there was a wreck, I think, in turn three. And Dave was, like, coming out of two or something, like, far away. And my grandpa was telling him, you know, go low or go high, whatever. And and uh, Dave ended up missing the wreck, but he was he was pretty pumped about that. Yeah, looking at all the other guys standing up there with their junk cars, he's like, "Yeah, I thought it was a pretty big deal." Yeah. <laughs> you know, shuffling his shoulders. Right. <laughs> Todd, why don't you shout out a few here? We can comment. You can comment. Well, from Roger, we went to Jiggy Graphics, signing mm. graphics. Good one. The Jigster. And you guys were in the studio. Or, I'm sorry, not in studio, in shop for that one, right? Yeah, we were. Yeah, so see. Actually had the, oh, I'm going to forget the, mm, I forgot Mm. what car was there. In the the process of lettering a car. But uh, I think if I remember it, you got a little TikTok of uh, some Built 2 stickers being printed. Oh, we did, yes. On the spot. So that was really cool. Jiggy, we're out of those. We need some more. Yeah. Jakey will be calling you soon. Todd, have you listened to all these? I have. Yeah. No. I uh, Before before helping you guys out, I was into them all as soon as you guys announced that you're doing a podcast. So it's just cool to see some local people do something like this. So you got any comments on the uh, first 12, 13 here? Well, the, the cam one I didn't think was ever going to end. And I, I didn't know how to take that. And of course I didn't know Cam, you know, at all. And now knowing him a little bit, uh, it's cool to hear some of the stuff that he had to say. Uh, and then, yeah, just getting to know a couple of these other people. Uh, I thought it was going to be interesting listening to, to Chad just because it's Gunner's dad, you know, Gunner's heard all these stories. So he's like, Oh, why don't you tell the one about this? You yeah. I kind of actually sat back. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, just cause I've never, I mean, I was more of a listener that day, but well, it kind of, like when we did Craig too, it kind of helped to have somebody that knew the stories because, you know, sometimes you're in the middle of things and you forget, oh, shoot, I should have mentioned that. Or right. So it's kind of, it's kind of nice to have, you know, where you know the stories. Yeah. From there, we went to uh, Tori Knutson, Tori the Tornado. Episode 14. Yeah. yeah she, she, good drive. Yeah. For, that was episode 14k yeah yeah okay yeah. she did wheel on the uh the i racing rig afterwards the sim rig yeah yeah how was that uh frustrating for her for a while and then finally i uh i said here let me help you out i said we were in 305s i said all right pin it hold it wide open i said don't let off and i grabbed the wheel with one hand and i made like what five laps yeah, she was pretty pissed at me. Yeah, <laughs> but you got, got a little time on that machine. Tough, tough luck for her this year. She yeah, had, uh, two motors. If there's any any sponsors out there at all that want to help her out this year? She's looking for some some motor help. How about you can't to touch this? <laughs> you didn't say it though. 
What? You didn't put it in the post. I was like, that's what it should be. You can't to touch this. Yeah. I, that's what I named it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. That was one I was really excited for. Yes. I mean, going, going to Cedar Lake my whole life, you know, the blue and yellow 85 has been a staple at Cedar Lake for a long time. And to hear what he had to say and was I, really, really cool. Honestly, mm-hmm. the, uh, the John Cantha one was probably, especially at the time, and episode 15 was one of my favorites. Because it was a legend that is still currently racing, to be honest. And living in Elk Mound, I had never, not even drove. I've been past the driveway a million times, but I've never been up it. Yeah. So to be able to walk in the shop and the trophies and, man. Yeah. And not just currently racing. He's currently winning still. Well, yeah. The guy's battling for podiums almost every time he gets a track. Yeah. And it was, I mean legendary yeah he's kind of a big deal (sighs) it was fun go ahead from uh yeah john canta we went to episode 16 tony faulkner another local super local guy super stock you see him at the red cedar vets for fighting for vets fighting for vets yeah guys doing a lot and yeah uh, of course appreciate the service that he put in for our country Mm mm-hmm uh, he's still ripping around up Eagle Valley. I haven't seen him on Menominee yet, I don't think. No? I think he was there once. One time, maybe. Uh, 17, Chase V. Brock. <laughs> Obviously, it was a good time. Yeah. The shop's pretty pretty badass. Pretty honestly. clean. Yeah, Grandpa keeps that baby clean. And then we got 18, Kevin Buzzy Adams. Good one. Jeez. <laughs> he's a Coors Light guy. Definitely course like guy. Yeah. It's kind of funny going to the bathroom. There's a big like, you know, poster of a chick in there, and yep, <laughs> he likes the party. <laughs> Still had his car from East Bay sitting in there. Yep. Blake Hahn. How about Blake Hahn? The yeah. stash man. The stash. The man with the mustache. We went national for that one. I think that was our yeah first national one. Also our first uh, live. You know, like. What do you call it? What do we do? FaceTime? Video. Yeah. yeah. Did a video with them. It turned out pretty good. We were supposed to post it, but uh, audio did not match up with the video. So Yeah. And a cool story about that, how it came about. That was iRacing. That yep. was a product of iRacing. And yep. I was in that race that we were racing together. And I think you messaged me or you said on our Discord, like, oh, my gosh, is Blake Hans actually in our iRacing race? Yeah. You know? And then, that was stacked, though. That was Zeb Wise. Yeah. There was, like, three other guys, and I'm up there battling with them yeah nationally touring guys yeah so then to get to talk to him and say hey would you ever consider it yeah mm-hmm. get a hold of me you yeah, know it's pretty cool if that's awesome do that. yep. it huh. just shows these people are just regular guys so mm-hmm. by the way when winter starts up again built two does uh sponsor races so <laughs> check us out yeah let's go let's go baby episode 20 come Mike, on man michael Millard. A lot of energy. Probably the most energetic damn podcast I've ever listened to. Yeah. yeah. And like we said before, his story is so cool. If you guys haven't listened to that one, check it out. Cause Me it's... and Gunner were about ready to rip the house apart after we got done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I was driving, and I happened to look down when I was driving, and my speed kept going faster and faster. <laughs> I, was, I was letting go a little too much. 21 was a weird one. Yeah. We called. James and I did a podcast in the Mars shop, and we called you. I was on a beach in Texas. Yep. Galveston. 
Then we had Harry Hansen. Harold, he was tuned up for that one. Come on, karaoke on the mic. <laughs> you don't get that very often. What happened, Harry? An iceberg fall on your house? Yeah. <laughs> no, we live up here in the cold. The damn battery went dead. Yeah. How about our highest viewed one? Hot Carl. Hot Carl. Hot Carl from Hot Carl Chassis. <laughs> talking about the, Texarkana, Texas. Talking about the other two, the uh, Mexican dude. And the, yeah. The, uh, Ahmed. Ahmed. <laughs> and we had the Todd's most favorite interview. Tanner he, Holmes. He hooked us up. The yep. kids. That was cool. It like, was really cool. Yeah. No, to hear, you know, his story and stuff like that. Of course, you can look it up on YouTube. Uh, he vlogged 17 years old, vlogging basically every day of his life. Very professional for yeah. 17. Yeah. But he's actually, I mean, currently he's touring across the U.S. I think he's in Ohio right now mm-hmm. doing doing some races there. Started from, front row outside last night. Yeah. From Oregon to Ohio is a, a little bit of a pull. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could be in that rig. Yeah. Just to watch that kid. Did you see one of the fans of his came and talked to him? A little pep talk last night. Was literally in, yeah, in, in the cockpit. Like two inches from his face. Yeah. Pep talking him in yeah. Ohio. Oof. I would have throat punched him. I don't care who you are. If you're that close to my face when I'm in my car, I'm going to throat punch you. Would you throat punch me? I would throat punch you. <laughs> wow. Just because I know when I get back, you're going to be laughing about it because you can finally breathe again. <laughs> make sure the armor strengths are on. Yeah. Actually, yeah, good point. I probably wouldn't be able to reach you. Yeah. Then another, another Todd. Youngin. Todd yeah. requested Chase Holland. Yeah, this one's exciting too. I mean, uh, we're recording this the week before the big USMTS race at Cedar Lake Speedway. And he'll and be here. He will be here from Mississippi to New Richmond, Wisconsin. Yep. Boom. You guys got to go say hi to him. We do. Tell him you heard him on the Built 2 Media Podcast. Michael Truss got buddy from Chippewa Falls. Chippewa Falls. Chippewa that was fun. Falls. Yes, it was. Cool. Uh, <laughs> his engineering is really cool. Yes. That was interesting to me. Have you seen the light sense? The light. All over the pits? The lights that he builds? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely an engineer, man. Yeah. Yep. That's one thing too. These these interviews, you learn a lot about these drivers. Yeah. What they what they do, you know, for their primary job. I had right. no idea that he did that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, I did, but that's you know. Well. <laughs> sorry to shut you down. You're, you're something special, Blake. That's I'm sorry, sure. dude. How about his trophy room downstairs? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Pretty bitching little bar he made during COVID. Yeah, everybody had a little extra time there. Oh, it's all lit up, glass. Did we ever make a video about that? We took video. I don't think we made one. Slackers. Then we got Jake Rodetsky in-house sitting in the chair Todd sitting in right now, and that was the greatest 15 minutes and nobody's ever going to hear. Gunner will never live that down. <laughs> what happened, What's Gunner? Gunner? What's happening? What color is Jake's car? That It's red. Yep. yep. And then what color is the button supposed to be? Well, it's supposed to be red. When we're talking. And what color is Blake's car? Green. (laughs) Yeah, what color was the button? It was green. Yeah. Like 15 minutes. Yeah. Whoops. (laughs) I could post. I have a video of the first 15 minutes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He was trying to actually record in studio that day, and everything just hit the fan. He was a good sport about it. He was. Yeah. But since being on, uh, on the podcast, I think he's had some pretty good luck. Tearing it up. Yeah. Oh, that's some good stuff. Tearing it up. 
Oh, yeah. Then we had a week off, which, honestly, we had a lot of compliments on episode 27 and a half because it was, (laughs) what, the best three-minute podcast anyone's ever heard? Yep. Thanks, Thanks, David. David. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't have the actual hosts on it. Maybe that's why it did so well. Right. Can you shut his mic off? (laughs) I'll just mute him for a while. I probably can't take him right now. Where'd I go? (laughs) Uh, intermission. Yeah, talked to a bunch of local cart track owners. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, kind of gave people like a before the season update. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these cart tracks now are getting in the swing of things. Everybody's yeah. opening up and having their first couple weeks of racing. Yep. Eagle mm-hmm. Valley or uh, Eagles Nest will be open here pretty soon. Yep. Race Lake just ran last night, yesterday, Saturday, Saturday yeah. morning. Yesterday. Yep. Then we had probably my favorite two-minute question episode. Yeah, Jesse Glenn's was back telling us about the USMTS tour, late model things. He let us know how many chickens it would take to kill an elephant. We got deep into detail on that one. Yeah. His cereal soup. How about the legend, though? God, Craig Thatcher. I mean, as far as interviews go, probably the most detailed. Top five for sure. Definitely a top five. That was that was just fun because you know everybody knows how good he was, but they didn't know what he did. One thing that was really cool to me was how he met Dave from TriStar and how he basically told him to throw all of his engine parts in the scrap pile. <laughs> yes. That was I mean, just to hear that was so cool. Derby guy beforehand. Yep. Yeah. The number story, how he And uh Jason Swan told us that after that one came out, it was the talk of the pit area. Yeah. So yeah. that felt pretty good to hear that because we don't get to hear that kind of stuff very much. And so. uh Brandon Jensen posted after he won, he said <laughs> Yeah, I learned how to drive from uh the Built Two podcast with Craig. Yeah. That's awesome. Don't spin the tires. How about the Duke? Dukester. Duke Reno. <laughs> Duke might. Maple in studio. That was that was good. That was good. You got Pepsi, Coke, Penzoil. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know for me on that one, I was uh I was really fired up actually. I yeah. Mean, to hear how much work he puts in and drive. And, and yeah, to to grow the sport like he is. And I mean, he n- doesn't want the credit. But uh, he's doing a lot for our sport, and that's for, for sure. sure. Yeah, I know there's a bunch of people that are so appreciative of of what he does. Yep, including yeah, us. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah, he's out there getting it every day. Thirty-one, Jamie Oxton from Duluth, 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 Minnesota. It's always fun racing against him. Yep, clean, fast. He'll be out soon. Yep. Cars looking mint as always. It was good to hear the stories because he even got into some details that, you know, he won't even tell his friends. So. Right. That's <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, then the latest episode. Our good friends, Kennedy Swan. Jason Swan. Jason Swan. In studio. Yep. It was cool. I mean, that's that's that was the episode that makes... All of everything come together, to be honest, to me. Right. Because yeah. you get to hear the stories, like I said in the beginning, you, you'll never get that amount of time with anyone. But then when it came to Kennedy Swan, we also just interviewed a 14-year-old where in four years, maybe we have her back on if we're still doing this. And yeah. you're like, hey, you remember the first time we interviewed you? Like, it was cool. Right. 
Yeah. And she's still tearing it up. Yep. Shit, Friday she was on fire again. Yeah. That she was going to kind of, like mid-race, she started to pick it up pick again. it up. And I'm like, oh, she might have a chance. A couple yeah. cautions. Freaking smoked them in the heat race, though. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, Blow to, it down a little bit. <laughs> to catch somebody at the beginning of their career, I think, is yeah. really, really cool. And to archive it and yeah. that we, to go back. I mean, she's only going to progress bigger and better. Oh, right. As well as the more wins she has, the more interviews she does, she'll be ready for round two. Yeah. And mm-hmm. after interviewing her and then actually watching her, you know, because obviously we watch her a little more after we just had an hour conversation with her. and I was definitely, like, cheering for her more. Oh, for too. sure. <laughs> but it was just cool to see, like. Right physically what she does in the car yep it's just impressive yeah these these people we've interviewed they're they're so awesome to come on and to do this for one is great but uh you know if you get a chance go to these local races and go talk to them and tell them you heard them on the podcast and say man i never heard that story before that's so great or yeah ask them questions or anything like that you know they're they're here you know to put on a show for you guys and and stuff like that and we're trying to bring you know shine some light to these guys as well and I feel like everybody that we've talked to is so like down to earth and would just, you know, love for you guys to go out to a race and watch them and then just go talk to them after the race and, you know, tell them, tell them you enjoy listening to them and their story. And I don't know. I think it's cool. Another thing I think that it's really cool is we can capture stories like this and it's recorded for forever. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's out there in the know. world. So, yeah. if you guys feel like you got the story that we need to record and have heard, contact us. Don't yeah, ever be scared to contact us. Just let us know. Yeah. If you want to be on the podcast, I mean, <laughs> direct message me, Gunner, or Todd. It doesn't matter. But uh, we'll sit down with you. I mean, and we're always interested coming to your shop. Whatever you want to do, just yeah. got to schedule it. So. Yeah. Or if you got a, a burning question for for really any of these drivers that we interview, uh, yeah, send them our way. Yeah, send them to us. So that wraps up uh, episodes for yeah. sure. Uh, it's been fun these last thirty three weeks. <laughs> yeah, thirty four. Yeah, thirty four or five with uh, intermission and twenty seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. Just what we do. Thank you guys for all of your, definitely for all your appreciation and uh, yeah. support, shares, yep. likes, comments. What? 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 <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, we're going to start a start a new little mini segment to highlight some of our sponsors, but also highlight the drivers. Uh, yeah. This week, you guys got your choices picked out? Yep. Todd, you got your choice? I'm going national, though. Are you staying local? Uh, I was going to go national, too, but I hope that Gunner's not going to take mine. Well, you already heard mine. Okay. All right, so oh, here's mine. I, yeah, no, we're different. You guys are different? Yeah. You're different than mine? I got I, I got a local and a national, so go ahead. You got two. Yeah. Well, that's not fair. You got one? I got one, yeah. Okay, so I might murder the name here, but... This week on the Built 2 Media Podcast, we have the kick-ass athlete of the week. Yep. Going out to the F2, Chase Fredent. Frent? Frent. Frent. 
We are so sorry. The F2 Midwest <laughs> Modified up 14 spots in the feature. It's a third. It's a third. Putting on a show. Hot dang. Yeah, that was that's pretty awesome. Way to go, Chase. Kick-ass driver of the week. Athlete of the week. I'm going to go with the wide open Marine, wide effing open driver of the week. Wide effing open driver of the week. So being that it's that name, I'm going to start with my local one, Sammy Mars. Impressive. Impressive in the heat, heat race. race. I mean, to go from basically dead last in his heat to the lead in like two or three laps. And then stretch it out to like and eight then, cars. Yeah, drive away. That was awesome. I mean, he was wide open going into three. Wide effing open. Yep. Uh, then my other pick for kind of just a hard charger, but congrats to Tanner Thorson. He, I think I read somewhere he passed like 40 cars or something total for Indiana Midget Week. He, every time he got interviewed in his heat race, though, he was never happy with the car. Yeah, he's he's a winner, though. Is anybody ever happy with their car? There's always something more to get. Yeah. Just remember, lions. Not cheap. Lions. Todd, what do you got for the quality freight rate shout-out of the week? The quality freight rate shout-out. It's hard not to go and pick this guy, but uh, the original Big Sexy, Brandon Mm -hmm. Overton, Mm -hmm. taking home some money this weekend. The Double Dream Mm -hmm. at Eldora. Double. I think I I read, what, $273,000 of purse money that he took home. Plus, not bad. Plus other money. Plus too. other money yeah. from sponsors and stuff like that. But man alive, he put on a show, and I guarantee that nobody likes him in Eldora anymore. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, but he's so humble. He is. He is. But uh, yeah, one other shout out, though, to go along with quality freight rate would be their quality freight rate driver. Yeah. The Reaper. Ryan yeah. Gustin. Ryan Gustin. How he could was- you not cheer for him? He had a little bit of tough luck, but damn, dude. Yeah. One is one is uh, heat, though. Yeah. Got interviewed. Got close-ups of the shot, or of the car, shots of the car. Mm-hmm. It was good stuff. Going back to Brandon Overton, though, uh, he won the Nationals last year, too. Yep. At Cedar Lake, yeah. Killed it. He's been having a pretty... Uh, Do you ever notice, like, where he runs, though? Like, the mi- right in the middle? 10-4. Yeah. Kind of like Giassi yep. last week. Yep. There was people that definitely tried to run that line, just wasn't working. No, it's, he kind of reminded me of like Donnie Shots when a couple of years ago, when everybody would be like hammering the cushion, and he'd just kind of float through the middle and say, "Bye, see you next race." Yeah. Makes you think. Yeah. One other, one other talk to, talking point. Uh, <laughs> sorry, one other. Gunner was going to hit the button. Yeah. Oh, you uh, said it. MB Custom Driver Jason Fager took a, a heck of a racket. Ah, uh, you took my news. God. I'm sorry. Oh, we can save the rest of it for yeah. the news, though. Yeah. Yeah. True. Think of your body as a car. It needs energy. Liquid Nitro is that energy. Liquid Nitro energy drinks. It's packed with superfoods and five B vitamins. That'll give you clean energy for those moments when you need that boost. You want it to last. Without the crash. And you want it to taste good. Pour some nitro into your tank. Liquid Nitro energy drinks. Welcome to the world of real energy. No bull. LiquidNitroEnergyDrink.com. 
time for the news. The Built 2 News. Otherwise known as screenshots Blake's got on his phone. Powered by Liquid Nitro Energy Drinks. Here's Gunner and Blake with the news. First order of business. We were just talking about it. Hope you guys like them little shout-outs. I thought they were pretty cool. Yeah. It's nice to have a little highlight section. Spotlight some of the drivers that performed last oh, week. Oh, show. Okay. So I'm starting it off at Thunder Hill this week because I feel like we should give them a shout-out since they sponsor the show. Yeah. Uh, Keegan Koss, winner of the 500s. Hell yeah. Caleb Moen was 250s, right? Yep. Uh, Thunder Hill had 20, what was it, 20 entries on the the box stocks. Yeah, there was good turnout. Uh, Owen Graff was there. Yeah. Pretty cool to see him. Blake Adams, he was ripping it for a while. He was he was on the on the pin up there front row and he took a hold and I thought he was gonna take him to town, but he hit the slick spot in three and four and That was weird. A lot of people kept hitting that spot right in three and four. It was like just if you hit it with the right rear, it looked like it was just black as black could be. Right. Because Buzzy turned around, he's like, What the hell happened? I was like, <laughs> spun out on his own. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Sportsman Riley Ruford. I got it. I'd be a terrible announcer. Bill Sleep and Chris Sleep, two and three. Not bad. Did you see him in uh, practice on Sunday? Rip Chris on the Sleep. Top. <laughs> like That's what he you does. You could just see his tracks inches from the wall. Right. Wow. It's <laughs> pretty sweet. And the rookie cage, Carter Zimmerman. And then Bentley Post took second. We can't forget about the rookie cage because Brooks, I don't think he lifted the whole time. No, not scared. It was pretty cool to watch. It was. He'd even catch track. You know, these kids are like, what, five? I mean, basically five. Maybe a little bit. I think it's seven, maybe. Five, six, seven. Yeah. But he just, I point to the green light and I said, okay, watch it. And literally, I said, watch it, and Gunner hit the button right away. <laughs> didn't, I didn't even know we were ready to go. I'm out there with a yellow flag wiping kids' you know, visors off because they're fogging up from the humidity. And yep. I get up front, and I'm like, okay, guys, watch the lights. And like they're hitting the gas, and I'm standing in front of them. I'm like, oh, it's green. Dude, I'm on it. you got to be ready. <laughs> Brooks was gone. <laughs> and then the 125s, like Gunner said, uh, Kalen Moen, he, uh, he took care of business. Yep, ripping. Now, Friday, Friday, Red Cedar Speedway, great crowd. Yeah. Pits were full, too. Yep. Shane Halupka stopped the win streak for Ashley Anderson. It was close. It was a good race, but, uh, yeah, he got her done. First one in the name odd, I think. Yep. And then Ashley was up three with second place, but the shout-out for the A-mods, like, it was close for the kick-ass athlete of the week because Corey Maynard up 13 for fourth place. Dang, son. Come on. Old Harl said was out there. Yep. It's cool to see him on the track again. His new Longhorn. Tell you what, the uh, late models were pretty cool. Yes, sir. AJ up five to win it. That was a good race. It's uh, Lap traffic got a little... A little dicey. A little aggressive there for a while. Yeah. Which, granted, they're all still racing for a spot. But when you go 30 laps, green flag, I mean, it's tough. You start stringing right. them out. Jesse was up 
seven for third place. So, yep. Radetzky got second. Yeah, he still moved up one. He led most of it, but yep. It was it was fun to watch though. I mean, it it's, it's it's always cool when Red Cedar builds a cushion and one and two. Yeah, I just I wish it would have been cool to have a caution because it would have bunched up some really good drivers to duke it out for the last few laps. Uh, Midwest Mods Jesse Bryan won that one, but Kyle Kerberger, Kerberger up five for second, and then our latest interviewee Kennedy Swan in third. Not bad. Super stocks were fun to watch too because Tommy and Jesse put on a hell of a show up yeah. front. For like the first five laps, they were side by side. But they weren't far off, even through lap traffic or no. nothing. It was sweet. No, he was staying with uh, Radetzky, so that was cool. I thought he might have had a chance, honestly. Yeah, it was. I mean, if I think if he would have got some lap traffic different, you know, caught him differently, it would have been a good race. But Yeah, it was still good. Yeah, Cedar, Red Cedar had a hell of a good night there. Yep. Good crowd. And then the people that came down afterwards, it was just, it was just cool to see again. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. uh, this year Red Cedar is producing some of the best racing around. And yep. I don't know if it was the year off or the new track surface or it's, what, but it's the uh, surface has a lot to do with it. For every, sure. every single week it produces tight, close racing. That's mm-hmm. dude. That's one of my top five tracks for sure to race on. It's just cool. It's the atmosphere yeah. there. And then to see the crowd now too is mm-hmm. great. Right. There was people parking up on the sled hill. Yeah. There's I feel like late. there's always at least one guy, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drives his truck all the way to the top, <laughs> points it back down and parks. Like yeah. what are you gonna I think he was for the streeter feature or something. Right. Uh then I was gonna try to get some audio from this, which I might still try, but uh Chase V Brock won the wing cars again. Uh, He's yes. on a streak. Him and Cam are tearing it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, notice how they pit for each other. Yeah. What do they got going on? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> got a conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> Another shout out to Andrew Davis in the Super Stocks. Up 10 at Cedar. Dang. How about it? All right, national news. Knoxville, two-day show. Carson. How about it? McAdoo. Did you see when he passed, uh, passed the Aussie? Yeah. <laughs> Freaking burning rubber. <laughs> Did you see the tire smoke? Yep. Yeah, they might have touched a little bit. Macedo's he's awesome. He's been doing good. Macedo. Sheldon was up there third place for him, right? Yeah, and last night, I think, Saturday. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Kerry Matson. How about the dream, though? Hold on. Hold on. Time we get to the dream because we could probably talk for an hour on that. Back it up. Seen a video today. Okay. So there you were. YouTube video. It starts off as I bought an abandoned racetrack. Here we go. Guess what track it is? Copper Creek Motorplex. Oh, I did see that. Whoa. Now, the only problem is, is we need some of our dirt track people to talk to this guy because somebody needs to get the dirt track portion of this going because yeah. this guy's only concerned about the asphalt side, which is fine. Right. He bought it. It's his deal, whatever. But Just, he's going to turn it into basically a GP track in a sense is what it sounds like, autocross or 
Yeah. Plus, I didn't even know that that was an eighth mile drag strip. Did you? Mm-mm. Where you pull in? I never knew that was a drag strip at one oh. time. Really? Yeah. So it went from a drag strip to a asphalt track to a dirt track out back. Hmm. You never know what the future will bring. Getting some racing back in that area will have certainly help, though. Well, like he said, three hours yeah. to go anywhere for what he wants to do. But he could Makes possibly perfect sense. Could possibly be taking away somebody's fishing hole, though. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> it's got to be twenty foot deep to the bottom of that thing, wow. and it's plump full right to the rim. Really, hell of a hell! I seen the biggest bullfrog I ever seen back in there. I have to wear my gator boots and I go back in there. Come on now, hey Gunner. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sitting in sixth in points in the world of outlaws. You are? Yeah, you're still leading. Oh. Only well, by 48 points. It's just what I do. Okay. <laughs> Get to it. The dream. The dream. Uh, Basically, Brandon Overton, as we said, that's pretty much all we need to say. Yeah. But Feggers took a nasty tumble. I uh, watched it live and that was pretty pretty sketchy really but i guess he went over and and uh i don't know if he i think he texted or called or something but he talked to james nitro giassi and told him thank you for welding that together as strongly as you did so that was cool oh that's awesome i've never seen a car flip like that no no that was a hard hit it was like a triple twist backflip triple sow cow yeah and not only was the car basically wrecked from the crash but to add insult from injury <laughs> there's there's something going on with these tow truck drivers i don't know the midgets a couple of weeks ago running the midget over yeah. the uh tow truck driver dropping jason's car the other day right. and then and backing and, into and then it. backing into it <laughs> it's just kind of it's funny but it's sad yeah so thursday's podium though let's give a little shout out to uh tim mccready he was one he was fast ripping the bottom but then how about Kyle Bronson, who's just trying to pay child support on the wall? Right. Yeah. That's from his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chris Madden, he did pretty good. Chris Smokey Madden. Yes. Yeah. And then Ferguson on Saturday night. Old uh, Whittles sent me this picture here. It said Dream Winnings. Scott Bloomquist is leading with $885,000. But it wow. wasn't from this year. No. No. Talk about Definitely having not. a bad bad week. Yeah. yeah. And that's actually both cars, him and Strickler. Uh, really didn't do that great. I would highly recommend, though, going on Flow and watching the interview with Scott Bloomquist and Tony Stewart. Pretty good. Yeah. Dude. Just, I wish I could just sit down with Tony Stewart. And Why like, don't we just get him on here? Are you saying you got hookups there, Gunner? Actually, we do now, to be hey. honest. No, for real. <laughs> Moving on, on, Billy Moyer in second. Like, this is a... Okay, Brandon Overton just won 273000 on the books, right? The next biggest winner behind Scott is Billy Moyer with 285000 Wow. Which puts Brandon Overton in one, what, within 36 hours? Yeah. In third place with this two hundred seventy three thousand, 
And he's still young in his career. Yep. And Daryl Lanigan is sitting in third, technically on this board with 22. Wow. Jimmy Mars won 136,000 when he won it. He's still in the top 10. It's not bad. Mm hmm. Standout performers for the dream, Brian Burkoffer. Ten starts, three podiums, four top fives. How about... uh thought that was pretty cool. How about McDowell, though? They were saying, I don't know how many years in a row or whatever, but he's been like top five for, I don't know how many years. That's like pretty impressive. Or, yeah. Because when Jimmy won, it was like a hundred and... Shit, I don't remember. hundred and... Little it's like a, we'll just say 110, but it was over 100 people or 100 racers there when mm-hmm. Jimmy won. Yep. And this weekend there was only what 60, really 60 or 70. Yeah. So, there regardless, was, those 60 or 70 are just as tough as it would have been with 100. But oh, for sure. Right. Yeah, it's a uh, a lot of uh, the big names obviously were there, but there was a lot of good feel good stories. I know Austin Kirkpatrick. I mean, he built his own built his own dang car. I mean, no big name chassis sponsor, nothing like that. He wanted to do it, and that was a dream. I know Flo did a piece on him a few weeks ago. That was pretty. Didn't he put a YouTube video out too? He did. Yeah, kind of a way to get there, a dream within the dream. I think. Hmm. Uh, another name to bring up would be Dennis Herb Jr. Yeah, he's out here in the standout performers, the one man band. He is too. Him and his wife, ain't it? It's not his wife. It's some lady that works on his car. Oh yeah. Oh, duh. I'm an idiot. I talked to Dennis Herb at Wilmot. God. He lives like, what is it, 45 minutes away from Wilmot? Really? Yeah. God dang it. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I thought I was standing there. I was like, when I watched his interview when he won last week or two weeks ago, I was like, God, he looks so familiar. Yeah, me and Jesse were talking to him at Wilmot. (laughs) Never know who you're going to bump into. I'm an idiot. Whatever. So he's got eight starts, three podiums, and four top fives, which is pretty dang good. Well, he's all he's missing is two starts to be comparable to uh, Brian Burkoffer. Wow. Which other interesting fact, that's how MB got started. Burkoffer and Mars. Two guys getting together. Saying, we can do this better. You can do it. Dude. How about it? Good stuff, huh? Good stuff. A lot of great news this week. Yep. I think uh, I think next week's going to be good, too. Uh, I will not be racing, but get your ass to the Masters. Yeah, that'll be fun. What do they say at Kokomo? G-Y-A-T-K? Get your ass to Kokomo? Yep. G-Y-A-T-C. L-S. L-S. <laughs> CLS. Get your ass to see the Lake Speedway for the <sighs> Umtus. I think that's pretty much all I got. Todd, what do you think? I don't know what to think. It was cool sitting in studio. Cool sitting with you guys. Love helping helping Bill too any way we can. So uh if you guys got any questions or or possible guests that you want on, hit us up on our socials. Um yeah, come come talk to us if you see us around. Especially if Blake's strapping into the car. Uh, Especially if Blake's what? Strapping into the car. Come see me. Oh, yeah. Get into my car. Get in real close and tell him a little secret. Oh, gosh. 
All right, we're going to leave you with the Chase V. Brock interview, and then we'll send you out with the button. Not that many cars. I was just trying to get through them as fast as I could. Well, if your car sucked, you better not tell the rest of the field what their cars were like then, because you were phenomenal. On your starts, you were a rocket ship going into turn one. Talk to us about your restarts and what, what, what were you thinking when you had, like, Heikinen and Hansen and all those guys behind you. Well, I was just trying to... You guys had a traction strip going at the end from all the water all night, and uh, I tried to go where I could get a launch off the corner, and they would still have to turn their car, so I was just trying to school them there a little bit. Yeah, and then, but then, seriously, there was like this one moment where you're going down the back chute, and you had Denny Stordahl, I can't remember where the other car was, going down the back chute, and you split them right through the middle, and you definitely had three-quarters of a lap on the entire field. I mean, I, I think it was a still, you was still quite a ways back, and you're still splitting them, so you're just thinking you're just out for a Sunday drive and just split them, or what? Well, I paid to get in the game. We may as well put a show on, all right? <laughs> Very good. You're up your first place winner tonight. Chase Nebrock, you want to say anybody upstairs? Say hello. Hey, Neil, guys, what's up? Thanks for coming. Anybody else you'd like to thank tonight for your sponsors? They're all in the car. I forget this bad, but JJ Outpost, New Electric, obviously, all my guys up there. Horse Creek Firewood, he's with us tonight. Pitton and Liquid Nitro. I forget a bunch, but they're on the car. <laughs> and will you be here later on tonight to celebrate after the races are over when people want to come down to the pits? I got a cooler full of beer waiting for me. Don't tell that to the kids, okay? That's for the adult beverages. I got juice boxes, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's got, awesome. I got juice boxes, too. <laughs> it's really it's fun for the whole family. It really is. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Like, Give share, us some show comment. Notes subscribe check out the website do something else all of it do it hit the button well they powered through another one i don't know how these guys do it big thanks to all the sponsors of the bill 2 media podcast qualityfreightrate.com kick-ass beef jerky liquid nitro energy drinks thunder hill speedway skd Jiggy Signs, K1 Race Gear, Ryan Bowers, and Tarvis Racing. Be on the lookout to find out who is next week's special guest. Other than that, we're out of here. Excuse you guys. We're good. The Bill 2 Media Podcast. Podcast.